Hi there, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Celeste Files, or whatever. But anyways, I feel like today's theme is a series of unfortunate events, which is the usual, you know, that's the usual for me, a series of unfortunate events. But anyways, I just got out of therapy, or like my therapist, a therapy appointment, and now I'm going to head home, and... It's like maybe a 20 minute drive at the most, but it is also about to be like peak rush hour, so I'll probably get stuck in it for a little bit. But really, I'm just like 10 minutes away from home. So I don't know, maybe I'll have to like, I'm still going to be parked before I end this, you know, because I usually talk for like 30 to 40 minutes. Anyways, I wanted to start this off because, like, I just went on a, like, little rant on Snapchat. And it was just really to, like, rant about this situation that I put myself in. And it's not really to, like, be angry or, like, bash this person, you know? Because it was just, like, I had been casually sleeping with this guy. I met him when I was 18. And I don't... I feel like I mentioned him, but I don't remember, but I'm just going to go forth with what I talked about. And it was just like, mm, this guy's kind of hot. Sorry, there's this guy riding a bike. Yeah, he's hot. Okay, anyways. So, recently I was like, so basically what came of it, like I'm not even going to get in the back history, because like, does not really matter, you know? But... So I'm in this guy's bed and we're just sitting there arguing because he's like, there's no mutual respect between us, you know? So, and he was like saying, it's your fault because you don't respect me. So why should I respect you? But from the beginning, he was like, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. I don't want to be seen in public with you because everyone in my life doesn't know that I'm attracted to trans women or that I would even be with trans women. So, like, basically, he just was like, I'm ashamed, and I'm always going to be ashamed, you know, and I don't want anything serious with you, but you should put up with it because you should, you know, because you have low self-esteem, and you don't, and you should think you don't deserve any better, you know, and if you do, then there's a problem with you, as opposed to, like, him just saying, like, I do deserve to treat you better, you know? And, you know, I'm sitting there because, like, I had told myself twice I wasn't going to see this guy ever again. And I blocked his, like, his number and everything. And, like, he always ends up, you know, finding me on Grindr by making new accounts. Or I delete my account. And then, you know, he's unblocked. Then he finds me again. And... It's just been this back and forth process. I just, you know, I called it yo-yoing. We've been yo-yoing back and forth. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard that term. It's just like up and down. You're going back and forth, up and down, whatever. And I don't know. I feel like we all had a phase of trying to play yo-yo or, you know, playing with a yo-yo and trying to get, get really good at it. But anyways, I digress. So, yeah, like, this guy, I don't even fully know his name, like, because he's, like, under the pseudonym Cameron, but, like, I looked at his driver license, and I've seen something else, 
And then I'm in his mail, there's a different name too. So I'm like, who is this guy and what's his name? And I think like at the second round of hanging out with him, I was like, I'm not even, I don't care because this guy's been up front and said like, we're not going to have a thing or be anything. And I basically was there just to like have human intimacy and like have some kind of contact or like social life, even though it was inherently, it, it was very toxic, you know, like he was a very bad person for me. And I felt like he did trigger a lot of my um, insecurities and just things I generally try to avoid, especially in a guy. So yeah, like we're arguing and he's like, trying to manipulate manipulate me into thinking that I should just continue to hang out with him and I should just accept the fact that he's never going to respect me. There's never going to be mutual respect. Well, I should respect him, but he's never going to respect me and I should get with the program, you know? And, you know, at some point I was like, I'm not even going to argue with this guy anymore. I'm just going to go to bed and then never contact him again once I leave, you know? And I thought about leaving at that point and not even just sleeping in his bed. But I was like, I'm already here. I'm tired. And then I woke up like 15 minutes before I needed to. And I just, yeah, I blocked his numbers and blocked his number and just, you know, left. And of course, I got a message from him on Grindr like a day later or something. And I just blocked him again or whatever and then I deleted the app but still like it just you know bummed me out because I'm yo-yoing with this guy in the situation and like I'm like why am I still doing this I know I shouldn't have to put up with this and but I still feel lonely enough and low enough to be like okay yeah I'm gonna hang out with him even though it's a shitty situation you know and I feel like I don't, is it human nature to put up with that shittiness and abuse or manipulation or like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, mutual hatred for one another, mutual dissatisfaction and settlement, mutual displeasure, mutual displeasure. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, like, I just feel like, it was a dead end and I needed, I need to stop yo-yoing. I need to cut that shit out, you know? And I've had these like realizations and talks with myself where I'm like, Rio, you know, what's good for you and what's not. And you need to cut these toxic men out. And for some periods, I will be pretty good at it. But then I just revert into like my old habits. And I give in to, like, lust and desire and shittiness, you know, mutual displeasure, like I was saying. But, yeah, like, I need some bosses. So, I feel like I'm definitely going to push myself to really just rid myself of him and just not engage anymore, like, no matter what, like, no matter how lonely I am or how irritated I am to be in my apartment and I just want to get out of the house or the apartment, like, it doesn't matter. It, 
it's much better to like go on a drive or sit alone in my car somewhere as opposed to like or yeah even like hang out at a starbucks or i don't know even if it's late i can just hang out at a random parking lot or like walk around target you know whatever like there's suitable options where i don't have to like myself in an uncomfortable situation or like temporarily okay but then in the long run uncomfortable you know or yeah whatever but yeah with all that shit like fast flash forward one week and which was you know this a few days ago, this last Friday, I went on a day and it was very spontaneous because we made plans to hang out the 30th, which is coming up this weekend, the Saturday. And that was going to be our original like plan to meet up that day. But he, this guy, Nick, that I went on a date with, he was like, I'm, you know, like, I'm feeling spontaneous, like, do you just want to grab dinner? I'm, like, totally down. I don't care if I have to drive two hours. Like, let's just do it. And I was, like, I don't have to be up early tomorrow, so... And I had just woken up, too, from, like, a week nap. I took an edible and fell asleep, and I was just planning to spend the rest of my evening and bad not doing anything. But I was, like, why not take a chance? And, like... Sorry, I'm yawning. And, like, hang out with this guy. Like, I didn't really know him too well. There was just an initial life back and forth. Like, a few weeks ago, we did talk and flirt a little bit. But then I didn't save his number, and I lost our messages. Then he reached out again, and um, and then we seemed to pick things back up, and he really, like, went forth with it, with it, and then when we finally had dinner, it was nice. Like, we went to BJ's, which, you know, it's, like, I'm not into going to chain restaurants that much. But, you know, like, it was late at night. I mean, it was later in the evening, so we were limited to what was open or, you know, here and there, so... We chose BJ's, and it was a, it's not far from where I live, so. Yeah, like, initially, it felt a little awkward, and he, he was a little awkward, and I was a little awkward. But it was just nice to, like, sit and talk and connect with him and just, like, actually be out in public with a guy and him not necessarily be worried about any of that, you know, having anyone judge us or, like, look at us or I don't know I just felt like he just didn't have any of this preconceived notions of like insecurities and ego like a lot of other guys and um we, he ended up sp- staying the night you know Spain. he ended up staying the night and we fooled around you know there's heavy petting we didn't we didn't have sex or anything full-on sex, but yeah, there was heavy petting, a little bit of oral, and I really enjoyed it, especially, like, just falling asleep next to him, like, he was very affectionate, the cuddling was, like, 
really nice. Like, he just really knew how to touch my body and how to, like, connect or, like, how long to touch me and how long and to, like, also let go. Because, you know, some people get too hard at night and they don't even, like, touch their partner anymore. But, like, he would still reach out occasionally and make sh- and he never was, like, too far. Like, he wasn't on the opposite of it, end of the bed. He was just always near enough where, like, if I reached out, he was right there. So it was just nice to, like, make that connection. And even though, like, I didn't know him all that well, like, I didn't feel like I had, like, this weird random guy in my bed, you know? And I didn't feel like all he wanted was just to, like, hook up either. And I didn't feel like I owed him anything because we, he paid for dinner, you know, like. And then in the morning we woke up and we started fooling around again. And that also felt really nice. And then before I went even into, before we, I went any further, because I literally was like full on ready to say like, let's have sex. Like, let's have morning sex. I want to. I don't care. Let's just do it. But before that happened, he was like, I'm really hungry. Let's get breakfast. And, you know, I thought that was, like, a really good idea. And I was just surprised that he was like, yeah, like, let's go out and have breakfast. Because I was kind of thinking, like, he was just going to leave. And that was going to be, like, the end of that, you know, until we hung out again. But. Oh my god, I'm like so sorry. I'm so sleepy now. But yeah, like, um, it was, we had a nice time and then we went and had breakfast. And this diner we went to was just like this hole in the wall diner. It was called, like, I don't know, I don't, should I even give out location names? It doesn't matter. It was just, like, this hole-in-the-wall diner. It kind of looked really sketchy, you know? I was like, why are you taking me here? But he was like, I really like old diner hole-in-the-wall places, you know? Like, that's just my style. I don't need to go anywhere fancy. That was pretty much his whole deal where he was like, I don't need much. I'm a simple guy. And I'm like, okay, I like your style. Like, he was wearing Carhartt. Like, he's in construction, kind of, but, like, he's gonna be a welder. So, I feel like that's really hot. Um, he's six foot three. He has, like, really blue eyes. Like, they're piercing blue. And I'm just, like, every time he's, like, looking at me, I'm, like, just mesmerized. But, yeah, like... He's just, like, an average white guy in a sense, if I'm going to, like, be harsh. But I'm still very attracted to him, and I really feel like we have physical chemistry. Like, he just knows how to, like, touch me and, like, where to touch and how to even, like, walk next to me and, like, hover next to me. And it just seems like it's very, like, it's a match in a sense, but... I'm still getting to know him. He's still getting to know me. And there is a little bit of an age difference where, like, he's 24. I'm 28 going on 29, you know. And I do feel like it's a little weird and not, like, my 
preference to date someone younger. But also, why not? You know, like, why not experience this? You know, and not, like, why not let me have this experience? You know, let myself have this experience. So I'm just going to let myself have this experience. And enjoy it, you know. But yeah, like, overall, it was just, like, kind of ironic and funny or whatever that, like, just, like, a week ago, I was, a week and a half ago, I was in some guy's bed saying, like, I'm never going to respect you. You don't deserve to be treated with basic decency and you're, I'm ashamed of you and you should just put up with it. And then I'm, like, going on a date with a slightly younger guy who, like, isn't hung up about any of that bullshit and is actually just genuinely nice to me and very attracted to me. And we've been texting at since, and he's, like, actually just, like, the sweetest guy. Like, we have, like, some common ground, like, I don't feel like I'm, like, digging around and trying to find something for us to talk about. Like, we can text and have conversations about things, and I can joke around with him, and he gets it, you know? Like, he was telling me when we were having breakfast that, like, he's an old soul or like people say that he's mature for his age and I was very skeptical of that because I never really believe guys when they say that especially because I do feel like I'm an old soul and I'm mature for my age but also that's like me maturing as a result from my own trauma and not having much of a childhood you know or a pleasant one anyways and also you know like I had to take a lot of responsibility on at such a young age, you know? Like, I started babysitting my younger siblings at, like, six, seven, eight years old. While other kids were getting to be kids, I wasn't necessarily. But anyways, that's besides the point. So, like, this guy, he, like, I don't know, tells me stuff about himself and he was kind of a wild child for a while, and I was, like, totally the opposite. So I was just, like, reserved, and I followed the rules, and I was kind of boring until I wasn't, you know? When I was, like, 18, I let loose and had, like, the most traumatic experience living in L.A. And heavy drinking and trying to numb my trauma, you know? But this guy, he just seemed to, like, have somewhat of a normal life from what I can tell. I don't know all the details about his life yet. But like sorry, I had a honk because this guy just blew it. Uh yeah like um the, I was like we were at the light turned red on me because this guy was on his phone and he was just like there, not going. But whatever, it's not a big deal. It's not like I'm in a rush. But yeah, um, 
Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm talking about this guy. We made plans this weekend and we're going to hang out again and hopefully they go well. Like, I'm not even, like, going to get my hopes up and hope that it's, like, this perfect date or that everything goes super well because I don't really know what to expect. Like, we're apprehensive or, like, we're being cautious regardless because the weather might not be on our side and... We're just going to play it by ear, you know. I'm not, like, going to be this giddy schoolgirl who gets her hopes up and then is totally deflated and bumped out because the day didn't go the way I expected it to because, I really, I have no expectations, you know. Like, what will this be? I don't know. Like, I've already joked and said that we're going to have the worst time ever and then never see or speak again. We're never going to speak and see each other again, you know. And I don't know. It could even actually, that could actually be a reality, you know. But anyways, I just, like, wanted to talk about that because it's just crazy because, I don't know, like, part of me is, like, I shouldn't even be dating, you know. Like, I have all these other things to focus on. Like, I'm still getting back on, like, like a healthy level for my hormones like I'm still not in the green you know with that I'm like kind of in yellow right now if anything transition from red to yellow you know and I'm heading like I can see they're green but I'm not quite there yet and I don't know like I've had these other like conflictions or like things going on where like I'm not totally comfortable with my living situation and I don't know there's just been these like little mishaps here and there with my roommate and I It's, like, making me consider wanting to move out, you know, because, like, I feel like he's not, it's just weird, like, that weird, vibes are weird, you know, like, he's basically, um, like, his oldest son died recently of a drug overdose, and it's not that it's, like, I'm not, you know, sympathetic because I am, but I feel like he's just been, at first he was very much like, something tragic happened, everyone pay attention to me and feel bad for me and give me all this attention, you know? And I'm like, okay, like, I don't, like, why do you want to be coddled, you know? Like, it's not really about you, like, your son died, a lot of people were affected by it, not just you. And you actually weren't even in his life for the majority of his life. Like, you weren't a good... I don't think you were a good dad to him. I think, you, if anything, he was like... I can't really speak on it because I don't know the whole story. But something's telling me he wasn't... He was kind of an absentee dad because, like, he, he divorced his his first son's mom, and, like, it was a very brief marriage, basically. 
and he wasn't his main caretaker, you know, and like my roommate got remarried and had three other boys with his second wife. And then that didn't work out either. And then he got married for a third time and that didn't work out either because like unfortunately his late wife passed away from cancer. But I feel like if anything, these were all like signs to my roommate saying like, you need to stop finding happiness solely based from your relationships. Like you need to find it within yourself. And I think that's like a big message for all of us that you're never going to find fulfillment solely just on a relationship with another person, you know, especially a romantic relationship. Like it has to come within and then everything else will come into place. But I feel like my roommate just thinks that women owe him the special treatment and I don't know, it's whatever, but like, so I've been dealing with this like strangeness and ominous feeling that like, I don't know if he's okay or not, if he's brooding, if he's, you know, upset and he has every right to be because like he's grieving and that's, you know, totally understandable and acceptable, you know? Like, I, but then, like, it annoys me because I feel like he milks it, you know, where I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, actually, earlier I gave him a ride, and he was kind of, like, he insinuated or, like, alluded that, like, everyone in his family, meaning his sons, expect him to be, like, the rock, you know? And that he can't be sensitive or, like, be vulnerable or emotional. But really, like, all I've gotten as an impression of him, like, yeah, the the whole time I've been living with him, he's been, like, moony and vulnerable and, like, sensitive. And I'm not seeing him as, like, this rock or, like, paternal figure of, a, like, a patriarchal thing. Like, I see him as this, like, moody, sensitive, older guy who may have mommy issues and needs someone to coddle him. And I don't think he realizes that he projects that, you know? Like, and I thought things were going to get a little bit better because he went out of town and, like, spent time at the coast with his old friends that he's, like, known for, like, all these years in his life. And then I don't know how much that actually helped him because he was like, as soon as he came back, and even before he went on that trip, he's just been like deep diving into this relationship with this woman who I don't really know very well. I haven't really even been like properly introduced or like sat down and talked to her because I feel like it's been very much like just, a distraction for him to like to like avoid his feelings and being alone and just like be in a relationship to just avoid everything that's going on you know especially his own feelings and I don't know it just bumped me out to see that because 
I want to point it out and talk to him, and I kind of did. But I don't know. Like, I'm always, I feel like I have to, I'm walking on thin ice. Because it could get pretty dangerous really quick, you know, like, and I don't know, like, I just feel like it's very hot and cold, you know, and like even, I don't know, and then this morning too, like, it just pissed me off because like, he, before he asked me for a ride, because like he left his car in the parking lot. At some part of town, and like he needed just to pick up his car, and so I gave him a ride to the location. And but before that, he when he was asking me if he could, can have a ride there, um, he joked. I I told him like I just need a shower, you know, really quick, and then I'll I'm good to go. And he was just like, "Well, I'm gonna shower too." Do you? should we shower together to save water? And that right there, like, just pissed me off. Well, it pissed me off, but also it, like, weirded me out where, like, instead of just fake laughing it off or, like, responding right away, I just, like, shook my head. I, like, was kind of speechless for a brief moment and then shook my head and said no, and I walked away because I was uncomfortable. I didn't like that joke. I knew it was a joke, but I didn't like it. And the way he lingered, I feel like it was a weird setup where, like, it was maybe not a joke, but it was something, but him saying it was a joke, even though, and now I'm just, like, saying I knew it was a joke to, like, process the situation easier than I. I'm really, you know, I'm not processing it the way I should. Where, like, I, like, went and then I showered and I was, like, furious my whole shower. And I was, like, telling myself to, like, breathe and just, like, calm down and, like, talk it out with him as I drive him to his car. Because, like, I didn't like that joke and I don't appreciate him, like, also making other poor jokes jokes and poor taste where like in the past he's like when he's like describing intimate with women and especially if they're more like dominant he's described as being raped and that women have raped him when I when he really these women were just to control and were in control of like their pleasure and getting an orgasm and using him for sex you know and I feel like that was just a very like ugly thing to say especially because like it's a very like small guy thing to say where it's like instead of saying like oh yeah that hot chick banged me and I had like she rocked my world like he was like in the poorest joking way joking manner he said he insinuated that these women raped him because they could to control of their pleasure and it's like that's such an ugly thing to say or even joke about you know because like people are horribly affected by rape you know and I've been a victim of that and 
And he knows that. And I don't appreciate him joking like that. But I haven't spoken up and said, like, I can't. I don't want you joking around like that with me. But I know I have to. And the more I put it off, it's just going to create a further tension. And then there's going to be a build up. And I'm going to erupt, you know. And I don't want to communicate myself, my feelings that way. I should just be direct and nip it in the bud, you know. Because it's like, why am I putting myself in an uncomfortable situation? So, that's what I'm dealing with, basically. And there's, like, more to it, obviously, but I'm just going to leave it at that. And I'm going to head in because it's kind of hot and sitting in the parking lot isn't doing me any favor. So, if you've gotten this far, thank you for listening. And, yeah, like, I know it's been a while and I've been meaning to record something. And I still have all these ideas in mind of what to record. But I'm a shitty person, and I put things off. I don't know, maybe I have ADHD that's untreated or whatever. Like, I don't know, whatever. But I'm going to try to get back into the swing of things. And I don't know, I keep saying things like this, though. Anyways, we'll see. Take care, guys.